Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to Episode 7 of my Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast. The topic for today is obstacles. Having explored the five healthy attitudes that are essential for performing your best in my last five podcasts, I'll now turn to five obstacles that can prevent you from achieving your athletic goals in my next series of podcasts. Do you ever feel as if something is holding you back from making progress toward your sports goals? Though a big part of you wants to get where you want to go, there seems to be another part of you that doesn't want to get there. Do you sometimes feel like there's an internal battle between these two sides of you, and the dark side is winning? Do you feel confused and frustrated when you do things that are clearly not in your best interest, but you can't seem to stop yourself from going down the bad road? If so, you're not alone. Athletes often come to me because they aren't performing well and they just don't know why. After we explore what's going on with them, the vast majority learn there is something very powerful holding them back. They just don't know what that something is. From Laird Hamilton, the world champion surfer, make sure your worst enemy doesn't live between your own ears. The reason why many athletes who feel as if something's holding them back can't figure it out is because of what I call the power of the unconscious. So much of what drives us as human beings is outside of our awareness. This experience, of course, is frustrating because we as human beings like to know why we do what we do. Yet there are forces in our unconscious that impact what we think, how we feel, and how we act on and react to the world around us. And these same forces have an immense influence on your sports performances. Some of these forces, what I call the light side, have a positive impact on you. For example, unconscious values, attitudes, and beliefs motivate you, give you confidence, and fire you up before a competition. You experience them as a challenge attitude, fun, excitement, pride, and inspiration. Unfortunately, many of these forces, what I call the dark side, have the exact opposite effect. They have an unpleasant, unproductive, and unhealthy influence on you. You may experience the dark side as doubt, worry, stress, fear, frustration, and many other thoughts and emotions that hurt your efforts, performances, and enjoyment in your sport. In all likelihood, your dark side is driven by one, some, or all of the five obstacles that I'll be describing in this next series of podcasts. From Carl Jung, the renowned Swiss psychiatrist, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will control your life. To help you better understand the impact of these obstacles in your sports performance, I want to explain where they come from and how they arise. Most basically, the obstacles develop from the experiences you have in your world, primarily from your parents and significant others in your life, such as coaches, teachers, siblings, extended family, and more recently, our culture is communicated through technology and social media. The purpose of these obstacles was to protect you from people and situations in which you felt uncomfortable. These forces sent you messages about how to live comfortably in your world. If you grew up in an environment that you perceived as threatening, you developed strategies to help you cope with that difficult situation. The obstacles caused ways of thinking, feeling, and behaving that helped you function and feel safe in that specific situation when you were young. For example, imagine you grew up with a perfectionistic and controlling father who not only role modeled these qualities in his own behavior, but also sent you messages of conditional love. If you get straight A's and win in your sport, he lavished you with love and praise. If you get a B plus or have a poor sports performance, he expressed anger toward you. To deal with this very uncomfortable situation, you adopt the same qualities, driving yourself unmercifully to success and needing to feel in control. At the time, these qualities are highly functional because they enable you to avoid your father's wrath. Moreover, because these ways of thinking, feeling, and behaving are functional, you continue to use them and they become ingrained habits 
and you become a perfectionistic and controlling person yourself. But as you transition from childhood to adolescence and on into adulthood, you continue to use these ways out of habit, even though with a natural maturation process, you gain experience, improved coping skills, and have more resources that can provide you other healthier ways of dealing with your father. Your perfectionistic controlling tendencies cause you to be severely self-critical, fear failure, avoid reasonable risk-taking, and make you feel miserable. As a consequence, these qualities shift from being functional to dysfunctional. In other words, they go from helping you in your life by making you feel safe around your father to interfering with you as you pursue your athletic and life goals. As you explore this next series of podcasts and identify those obstacles that are getting in your way and holding you back, you have two goals. First, most generally, to let go of these now dysfunctional habits and think, feel in ways that are based on who you are now, not who you once were, and that support rather than interfere with the pursuit of your goals. Second, at a more practical level, to bring the unconscious obstacles to your consciousness, to understand how the obstacles affect you, to become aware of them when they get in your way, to gain insight into where they came from, and ultimately to remove them so you have a clear path to your goals that you can pursue without doubt, worry, or hesitation, and with confidence, courage, and abandon. From Earl Nightingale, a human development expert, whatever we plant in our unconscious mind and nourish with repetition and emotion will one day become a reality. In approaching how to remove these obstacles, you can first take a short-term strategy to mitigate the obstacles temporarily. And then you can employ a long-term strategy to hopefully remove them permanently. When you go to the dark side, the obstacles that exert a significant influence in your thoughts, emotions, behavior, and athletic performances. They can cause you to become fixated on all that is negative and wrong in your efforts and performances. It certainly will require considerable determination and persistent effort to diminish the negative impact of the obstacles on your performances. Your main goal in the short term is to take your mind off of the dark side so those forces have less of an effect on you. The basic strategy involves distracting yourself so the dark side doesn't consume you and affect you as much. There are two general approaches you can use. First, you can immerse yourself in your preparations. If you're focused on what you need to do to get ready to perform, whether in training or competition, you're less likely to pay attention to the dark side. Specific strategies related to your preparations can include getting your equipment ready, getting physically warmed up, or doing mental imagery of your upcoming performance. These strategies not only take your mind off of the messages that the obstacles are sending you, but they also inspire you, build your confidence, and generate positive emotions that can further help you resist the dark side. The second approach involves taking your mind completely off of your performance efforts. One way to do that is to socialize with your friends. If you're chatting up or goofing around with your friends, you're having fun, which is one of the greatest enemies of the dark side. Music is another powerful tool for reducing the impact of the obstacles. As I'll discuss later in my Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast, music has profound psychological, emotional, and physiological influences on us. If you're listening to music that gets you fired up or calmed down, inspires you, and gives you confidence, you're marshalling formidable forces against the dark side. Anything you enjoy doing before a competition, when you're most likely to go to the dark side, whether reading, playing games, dancing, checking your social media, or anything that makes you feel good can be useful in reducing the impact of the obstacles on your performances. Now, the strategies I just described can help you keep the dark side at bay temporarily, but your ultimate goal, as I already mentioned, is to remove the obstacles altogether so they lose their influence on your athletic and life efforts. 
This objective admittedly is not easy because the obstacles have become habits of mind and body that are deeply ingrained and resistant to change. At the same time, my experience with working with thousands of athletes over the years has shown me that it is possible to let go of these obstacles and liberate yourself to perform freely and fully. The first step is to identify which obstacles are affecting you most. As you listen to this series of podcasts that describe the five obstacles, you can see how each, if any, interfere with your giving your best effort and pursuing your goals. Second, once you've identified the obstacles that are in fact interfering with your ability to achieve your goals, you need to understand how in your upbringing and past experiences the obstacles developed. For example, if you have fear of failure, what messages did you get from your parents and others when you were young that led to the fear? This realization can be a real eye-opener for you in explaining patterns of self-defeating thoughts, emotions, behavior, and performance that you've had for many years but never knew why. Now you can finally understand why you've continued to engage in these ways despite the fact that they held you back in your sports participation and probably in many other areas of your life. Third, you can't change old patterns if you don't have new patterns to replace them with. So identify a new way of approaching your sport that is positive, motivating, energizing, and in sharp contrast to the ways in which the obstacles cause you to be. What would you like to think before a competition? What emotions would you like to feel? What ways would you like to perform? For example, if you have a fear of failure, you can redefine success and failure in new ways, such that success is giving your best effort and failing is doing anything that holds you back from your goals. You can also set goals of giving your best effort, taking risks, and accepting mistakes. Fourth, as I noted in my very first Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast, these changes require that you recognize that the road you're on is a bad one, identifying the better roads, as I just suggested, and then making the choice to take the good road. This choice is certainly not an easy one because you are very accustomed to the bad road, however bad it is. But with a determined commitment, you can take the good road that first time. And when you do, it will be awe-inspiring because you will have overcome your greatest opponent, yourself, and you will be rewarded with your choice by performing better and feeling better. So that every time you come to that same fork in the road in the future, it will become progressively easier to take the good road until the old bad road becomes covered with weeds from disuse. An unknown quote, I'm starting over a new pattern of thoughts, a new wave of emotions, a new connection to the world, a new belief system in myself. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to Episode 7 of my Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast. And be on the lookout for Episode 8 in the near future.